Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. And today I wanted to cover something that happened last Thursday. Last Thursday, the House of Representatives in Washington, D.C. voted to strip Marjorie Taylor Greene of her committee assignments. Now, why is this important? Who is she? And, and this is something I didn't really know a whole lot about, and I decided to do as, as I've told you I will do. That is to dig for the truth. And, and I did so, and when in doing so, I was really... I w- I've become alarmed at what is going on here. This is something I think we really need to talk about today. And, and, and then one of the first questions is, why are committee assignments so important? So stripping her of these, these seats, why is that so important? Well, as a congressman, you, the, the way that you get things done is in committee. So when a bill is introduced, let's say into the House, uh, then, then it goes to a House committee. Now, she was on two different committees. And, and when a bill is introduced and it goes to committee, then, then that committee can then bring up that bill. They don't have to, but normally they do. They will bring up the, the bill and they will hear testimony from both sides, both for and against the bill. They will uh, you know, e- either vote on amendments or not. And, and they, will try, they oftentimes change that bill through those amendments uh, in, in a number of different ways and make it better, hopefully, <laughs> and, then, and then they can either vote it down and it doesn't go anywhere, or it will then go to the floor of the House. And, and if it gets voted on and, and approved there on the floor of the House, then it would, starts all over again in the Senate side. Now, the committee uh, meetings are where a lot of things get done. And so if you're not on any committee meetings, then you're kind of not really able to do a whole lot. I mean, your floor vote is about all that you have to do, and that's kind of a foregone conclusion in many cases. So that's why it's, it, it, it is so important. It is highly unusual for one party to intervene in another party's committee assignments. Uh, we very ever rarely see that happen uh, because each, each uh, political party uh, assigns different members to different committees, and and a lot of times the ones that have been there the longest get the kind of the primo spots. Um, but that's kind of just kind of how the inside baseball type things work. Well, who is this Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Green, and what prompted this action? Well, she is the newly elected representative from Georgia's 14th district. Uh, here is what she said in her address to the House right before her vote about herself. She said. You only know me by how media matters, CNN, MSNBC, and the rest of the mainstream media is portraying me. What you don't know about me is that I'm a very proud wife of almost 25 years, and I'm a mother of three children, and I consider being a mother the greatest blessing in my life and the greatest thing I'll ever achieve. I'm proudly the first person to graduate college in my family, making my parents very happy and proud. I'm also a very successful business owner. We've grown our company from one state to 11 states. I'm a hard, a very hard worker, and I've always paid my taxes. I've never been arrested. I've never done drugs, but I've gotten a few speeding tickets in my day. <laughs> like who hasn't, right? Well, what you need to know about me is I'm a very regular American, just like the people I represent in my district. And most people across the country, I, I never ever considered to run for Congress or even get involved in politics. As a matter of fact, I wasn't a political person until I found a candidate that I really liked, and his name is Do- Donald J. Trump. 
when he ran for president. To me, he was someone I could relate to, someone that I enjoyed his plain talk, not the offensive things, but just the way he talked normally. And I thought, finally, maybe this is someone that I will do something about, uh, that will do something about the things that I that deeply bother me. Like the fact that we're so deeply in debt that our country has murdered over 62 million people in the womb. The fact that our, our borders are open and some of my friends have had their children murdered by illegal aliens. Or perhaps that maybe we can stop uh, sending our sons and daughters to fight in foreign wars and be used as the world's police, basically. Or maybe that our government would stand up for our American businesses and our American jobs and make the American people and the American taxpayers their focus. These are the things that I care about deeply. So when he was elected, President Trump, and then I, uh, and then I started seeing things in the news that didn't make sense to me, like Russian collusion, which are conspiracy theories also and have been proven so, these things bothered me deeply. And I realized just watching CNN or Fox News, I may not find the truth. And she goes on to say from here that she uh, did a Google search and she found things that were that were true and, and things that were uh, not true and turned out to not be true. And, and she continues here. She says, so I walked away from those things and I decided I'm going to do what I've done all my life. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to try to solve the problems that, I, that upset uh, me. And so I started getting involved in politics. You see, school shootings are absolutely real. She goes on to describe how, how when she was in high school, a fellow student brought a gun to school, and even though it was a no-gun zone, it, it, he held up the school uh, as a hostage. So uh, this is who Representative Green is. She's, she's just a, a normal person like you and me uh, that got fed up with how things were going in Washington, D.C. and decided to be a part of the solution. She ran and she was elected to the House uh, and, and a House seat and was given a commi committee position of education and a committee position of budget committee. And, and that was obviously just a few months ago. And she's only been in Congress for just that very short time. And then the riot at the Capitol building happened and, and totally uh, threw uh, the, the, the congressman into a tailspin, really. Uh, they knew that uh, Congresswoman Green was a Trump supporter and vowed to destroy her. Uh, together with their willing counterparts in the media, they put an enormous pressure on the Republican Party to strip her of her committee seats. And in an article from the Daily Wire, uh, Ryan Saavedra uh, from February 3rd uh, said this, that Mac McCarthy, who is uh, the leader of the House for the Republicans, the uh, minority leader, um, said that uh, past comments from and endorsed by Marjorie Taylor Greene on school shootings, political violence, and anti-Semitic conspiracy theories do not represent the values or beliefs of the House of Representative Congress. Um, I condemn those comments uh, equitably, and I condemn them in the past. I continue to condemn them today. The House condemned QAnon last uh, Congress and continues to do so today. I made this clear to Marjorie when we met. I also made clear that a, as a member of Congress, we have a responsibility to hold ourselves to a higher standard uh, than how she 
represent herself as a private citizen. Her past comments now have much greener meaning. And Marjorie recognized this in our conversation. And I told her, uh, I told her her uh, her word, as well as her actions, uh, need to be uh, better going forward. Uh, McCarthy further noted that Democrats were happy uh, to go after Green for her remarks, uh, most of which were made before she entered office. And while they continued to um, to back members of their own party who have engaged in controversial behavior, uh, while while Democrats pursue a uh, resolution to to Congresswoman Green, they continue to do nothing about Democrats serving on the Foreign Affairs Committee who have spread anti-Semitic tropes. Democrats on the House Intelligence Homeland Security Committee compromised by Chinese spies or the Congresswoman of the House Financial Services Committee who, who advocated for violence against public servants, McCarthy said. And see, th- this really uh, gets to the heart of, of the hypocrisy that we see from the Democratic left here. Um, you know, they, they want to go after uh, Representative Green for comments that she made on Facebook and things while she was, uh, you know, trying to dig for truth, and yet uh, they overlook the th- the the things that that seem to be even worse when it comes to their own party. Um, and and it was it was interesting here that even even Senate major uh, mi- minority leader uh, Mitch McConnell uh, also slammed Green uh, this this uh, um, over this, saying that on the Senate floor that uh, her, quote, loony lies and conspiracy uh, conspiracy theories uh, were a cancer for the Republican Party. Um, I, you know, obviously what he's trying, he sees that she's been a lightning rod here, that the Democrats are going after her, and he's kind of, really kind of sacrificing her uh, to try to uh, get the the temperature of, of the debate down. Um, so let's take a look. What were those statements that she made? Well, she walked back uh, comments suggesting that school uh, shootings, such as the 2012 shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary School and the uh, 2018 Parkland shooting, were staged. Uh, school shootings are absolutely real, Miss Green said on Thursday. Uh, she reacted to past claims suggesting that the 9-11 terror attack may not have occurred. Uh, I want to tell you, 9-11 absolutely happened, she said. I do not believe that it's fake. Uh, these were words of the past, she said. These things do not represent me. Uh, she said that, uh, so I posted about it on Facebook. I read about it. I talked about it. I asked questions about it. The problem with that, though, is that I was allowed to believe things that weren't true, and I would ask questions about them and talk about them. She said, that is absolutely what I regret, Green added, because if it weren't for the Facebook posts and comments that I liked in 2018, I wouldn't be standing here today and you couldn't point a finger and accuse me of anything wrong because I've lived a very good life and I'm proud of it. And that's what my district elected me for. So, you know, you see the House Democrats and and they control the chamber. Uh, They set up the, the vote after uh, first attempting to pressure Republicans, so they they uh, they went after her. They tried to pressure the Republicans to um, to you know strip her of her uh, committee meetings uh, and com- committee assignments. And then uh, when 
Obviously, like I was just showing you, the Republican leadership decided not to. Now, they, they did blast her in many ways, but they, uh, they decided not to strip her of those things. Then they decided to take a vote. And House Republicans, um, uh, they, uh, they, they did vote to strip her of those committee uh, seats. And uh, the, the vote basically was all the Democrats voted to do that. And 11 Republicans decided to do that. Uh, House Rep- Republicans, um, you know, they, they, they caved, many of them. Uh, and, and I will just say that those 11 uh, caved. And who were those? The 11 rep- representatives, Republican representatives, that voted to strip uh, Representative Green from her committee seat were Mario Diaz-Ballard of uh, Florida, Brian Fitzpatrick of Pennsylvania, Carlos Jimenez uh, of Florida, Chris Jacobs of New York, uh, John Katko of New York, Young Kim of California, Adam Kinzinger uh, of Illinois, Nicole Melodicus, I'm going to slaughter this one, uh, Melodicus of uh, New York, Maria Salazar of Florida, Chris Smith of New Jersey, and Fred Upton of Missouri. So if they're one of your representatives, you might want to, uh, you know, drop them a line and let them know of what you think of this. Um, but, you know, saying what is good for the goose is good for the gander, the Republicans have fired back. And this is kind of interesting. In another article from the Daily Wire and Ryan uh, uh, Savendra, uh, also entitled House Republicans Begin Effort to Remove Democrat um, Ilhan Omar from Committees, several House Republicans um, are moving to remove far-left Republican Ilhan Omar from her committee assignments this week after Democrats announced recently that they are pushing to remove Marjorie Taylor Greene from her committee assignments. Uh, this was dated right before the, the vote happened. Uh, Fox News reported Chad um, Bergram said that those sponsoring the legislation include representatives Brian um, Babin, a Republican from Texas, Jeff Duncan, Republican from South Carolina, uh, Jody Heiss, Republican from Georgia, Andy Biggs, Republican from Arizona, and Ronnie Jackson, Republican from Texas. Now, Omar has an extensive history in trafficking in, in anti-Semitic conspiracy theories and tropes, including her claim that Israel has hypnotized the world. Then New York uh, Times columnist Barry Weiss uh, noted that uh, Omar's uh, anti-Semitic remark was similar to what was promoted in Nazi Germany and immediately after winning her race in, two, uh, in 2018, Omar uh, charged that her views on the anti-Semitic boycott, uh, divestment and sanctions uh, movement from saying it was you know, counteractive uh, during her campaign to saying that she believes in a uh, supportive uh, role for BDS uh, movement, the B- BDS movement, uh, and has fought to make sure people's right to support it isn't criminalized. Uh, the U.S. federal government actually last year uh, said that the uh, global BDS campaign was anti-Semitic. Uh, so, so she is supporting, not only is she saying anti-Semitic things, she's supporting an anti-Semitic 
um, a group of people in a campaign. Omar has spoken out against sanctions being used against nations like socialist Venezuela and the Islamic Republic of Iran, but reportedly has different views when it comes to sanctioning Israel. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? Omar is not the only Democrat, though, that the Republicans could seek to get kicked off committee assignments. Uh, as as far-left uh, Representative um, Rashida Tlaib uh, has her own history of making anti-Semitic remarks. Um, I, we don't have time here today to go into all of the ones that she's done, but believe me, she is along the same vein. Uh, Maxine Waters, in fact, said on February 3rd, this is, this is her quote, quote, what's, uh, what's so interesting about all of this is they tried to make themselves the victim when indeed they are following the president of the United States of America who had advanced planning about the invasion that took place at our capital. Even there's information that some of the planning came out of individuals working in this campaign. As a matter of fact, he absolutely should be charged with premeditated murder because of the lives that were lost in this invasion with this insurrection. Now, <laughs> there, there are so many things that, that are really that, that show their hypocrisy here. You have these individuals in their own party that are saying and doing things that, you know, we, we, we have a congressman who was, was sleeping with a Chinese spy and, and, and working on his campaign and in his office, but it, and he's on the intelligence committee. But it, it, and he's still there. But we are going to go ahead and take the committee seats away from Representative Green because of some things she posted on Facebook. You know, um, and, and, and I, I will say this now. I, I, why does it matter to Congress what I believe? You see, it doesn't really matter whether or not Representative Green posted anything that was true or not true on Facebook. Why does that matter? Her, her people, the people of her district, the 14th district of Georgia, elected her as their representative. The majority of people, I'm assuming in, in, in a free election, <laughs> we can get into that, I'm sure, but um, the majority of people elected her and sent her to Congress to represent them. And why does it matter to other congressmen what her views are. You see, as long as she's not doing anything illegal, then why would it matter what she posts? And, and you see, the stripping of, of her from these seats is interfering in that election. We, sh we should have the right to have free speech. That is a God-given right. We have the right for free speech. In fact, on her mask that she was wearing while, while giving this speech, it, it, there the words free speech were written across the mask. It was, it was definitely a statement about what is transpiring here. And I wanted to, to read this. She ended her speech with this. Here's what I can tell you. I am beyond grateful for this opportunity, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. I believe in God with all my heart, and I'm so grateful to be humbled, to be reminded that I am a sinner, and that Jesus died on the cross to forgive me for my sins, and that this is something that I absolutely rejoice in today 
to tell you that all and I think it's important for all of us to remember none of us are perfect. None of us are. And none of us can ever come close to earning our way into heaven just by our acts and our works. But it's only through the grace of God. And this is why I will tell you as a member of the Congress, the 17th, 117th Congress, I am a passionate I am a competitor. I am a fighter. I will work for with you for good things for the people of this country. But the things I will not stand for is abortion. I think it's the worst thing this country has ever committed. And if we're to say, in God we trust, how can we murder God's creation in the womb? Another thing I will say to this body is, I want to work with all of you for our people. It should be America first, always, always, and there's nothing wrong with that. And if this Congress is to tolerate members that condone riots, that have hurt American people, attacked police officers, occupied federal property, burned businesses and cities, but yet wants to condemn me and crucify me in the public square for words that I said and I regret a few years ago, then I think we're in a real big problem, a very big problem. And I would, I would agree with her. Um, we, we have a scenario here where uh, someone who, you know, wasn't even a political person, wasn't, wasn't somebody who uh, had much interest there, but then what was, was, had her interest peaked because of President Trump and what he um, represented, it, represented and how he spoke and, and she got involved with what was, she saw were things that were going downhill in our country. She wanted to be part of the solution. And now they're going to they're gonna attack her because she, she uh, dug for the truth uh, on, on that journey. She may have, uh, you know, uh, discovered things that, that may not be totally true. And that's okay, but not to them. And now they are trying to uh, demonize her and uh, and use her as a as a lightning rod, and and this and I'll, I'll end with this. Uh, at a news conference in Washington, uh, hours later after the vote uh, to strip her of her committee meetings, Miss Green said that Democrats had had quote stripped my district of their voice unquote by removing her from the committee meetings. And again, I would agree with that. They here is a scenario where uh, the Democrats have silenced the voice of the people of Georgia in the 14th district, and they have interfered with this, this election and for no good reason whatsoever. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, put into the description uh, of this podcast the uh, links to both the transcript of what she said and the video uh, of what she said. I will go ahead and put those both in the description so you can see those for yourself. And if you have any comments, I would love to hear them. You can uh, go ahead and get a hold of us by email. That's for uncommon sense at gmail.com. That's for F O R uncommon sense at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.